Welcome to this episode of The Versatile Writer, the podcast that aims to provide help and support for like-minded writers. This week's episode looks at pseudonyms. The dictionary's definition of a pseudonym is a fictitious name, especially one used by an author. Pseudonyms have been around forever. There are usually many good reasons for changing an author's name. So why do we use them? Anonymity might be the obvious reason that we want to have an alter ego that deals with the literary world while our real self has a normal life. Other reasons could be that we're writing in a different genre to the one the audience has come to expect. Even tax reasons mean a pseudonym might be a good idea. Fear of the limelight might be one aspect of being anonymous, but it can also have a darker side. Here's a few famous authors who have used pseudonyms. Lewis Carroll was Charles Ludwig Dodson. Mark Twain was Samuel Longhorn Clemens. Dr. Zeus was born Theodore Zeus Geisel. Stephen King has also been Richard Bachman. It's said he did this to keep publishing, but without oversaturating the King brand. Although I heard a different reason, that he wanted to see if his work would be looked at by a publisher, if it didn't have the King name attached to it. Clearly it did. Whether this reason is true or not, I quite like this one. J.K. Rowling is to her initials to be gender ambiguous, and then she became Robert Galbraith when a new book in a different genre was published. George Orwell was really Eric Blair. His name change came about because it was felt Orwell sounded like a reputable British name. Andy McNabb is a pseudonym for political and military reasons and the author's safety. Many women use a change of name to hide their gender. Historically, it was well known that to get ahead in publishing, you need to be male. So many female authors took on male-sounding names. And there was a time when female authors writing what was perceived as male-dominated genres, like war or crime, were urged to take a male name or a gender-ambiguous name. This meant readers might not be put off buying it. The same goes to when men write what is perceived to be female-dominated genres, like romance. Publishers feel that seeing a man's name as the author might put off some female readers. As an aside, I quite like reading romances written by male authors. I'm quite interested in reading their take on love, emotions and romance. By the way, if you fit into this category and have a book for sale, do get in contact with me on Twitter. I'm at SJBWrites. Depending on the writing, I like the idea of a pseudonym because of the intrigue surrounding it. Often a reader has an idea of who the author is because of the story they're reading, the style of the writing, the genre and the title of the story. Often the author's name feeds into that idea. This changes, however, if the author includes a photo of themselves within the book. Years ago, I knew an author who didn't want people to know they wrote, so chose a pseudonym to cover their identity. Everything went well right up until launch night of the book. It was a physical launch in a cafe where about 100 people had been invited. How were they going to hide their identity if they were right there, at the launch, in the flesh? It was for charity too, so there was plenty of press around. Even speeches were made, there was nowhere to hide. The person signed the books in their pseudonym, yet people were talking to them using their real name because they worked with them at their day job. It felt confusing and odd to keep up the name change. So why, in that situation, have a pseudonym? This goes deeper too. Why wouldn't you want people to know you write? If you didn't want them to know that much, why write a book? More than that, 
Why go ahead and publish it? It is a mystery. With that scenario in mind, there are ways to hide your identity and go ahead with the launch. There could have been an online launch, or indeed, no launch party at all. Just put the book out there and get on with your life. Years ago, I wrote a collection of stories, and I used two or three different names to make the collection sound like it had been written by a lot of different authors. Each of the stories were written in different genres too, so it worked. Generally, I write under S.J. Bannum. Originally, I did it because I didn't want my books to be dismissed because they were written by a woman. Yes, that same old chestnut. Then I got used to writing S.J. Bannum so much it became my identity. Later, it became my brand. I like the gender ambiguity of it. I first published in 2006 under S.J. Bannum, but had written many stories before that under my maiden name, S.J. Stewart. So I still used the S.J. back then. Back in 1987, I wrote my very first novel that was printed out and stapled together to form a book. That was under S.J. Stewart, but unfortunately not copyrighted to me because I had written what we would now call fan fiction. It was a story based on the characters from the TV show Moonlighting, starring Bruce Willis and Sybil Shepherd. So I didn't own any of the names. It took me 18 months to write it, and about 45 minutes to read it. I would have been 20 at the time. I still have it somewhere. I posed the idea of pseudonyms on Twitter, and some of you responded. I asked, what are your thoughts on pseudonyms? One said, I think I would use one to write for adults, something completely different. Another said, I use a pseudonym for several reasons. To separate me from the book so it helps me disengage from its success or failure and see it as a book. Secondly, so people who know me professionally won't immediately identify me with the stories. It's a boundary issue. Ruth Lowton on Twitter said, I write books for adults in my own name and I use Henrietta Edwards for children's books. It's to keep them separate, nothing more, and is based on my kids' names. At Dan Fitz writes on Twitter, says, I don't use one for my main writing, though I wish I had, because some of my books ended up being spicy. I had no idea of this when I started. I have a pseudonym for fantasy erotica, which I've just started dipping my toes into. At Celestial Lily said, I'm definitely using one when I publish as my real name is the same as that of a fictional character, so I want to be searchable as an author if I ever get published. I've been researching more reasons for using one and a few things cropped up. One was that an author may change their name when submitting a manuscript if they were rejected for the story beforehand. Having it reframed and possibly even a different agent means the story might get through the publishing gatekeepers a second time around. Another reason implied that having a specific kind of name meant your writing was going to be accepted by mainstream publishing. An easy name to say, for instance, is better for an author than, than a name that won't be remembered. Also, names that will help with future brands or images are good. I actually know a few female authors who have had this exact scenario. I read that some authors have struggled remembering their pseudonyms when signing books at launches. I also read one story about a woman who began writing late in life and had to change her name because her husband had been a successful writer and the publisher didn't want her brand to be confused with his or for readers to have preconceived expectations. Tricky one, that, and on so many levels too. 
I know some authors who have had a pen name because the name they chose sounded a lot meatier for their genre, or it sounds a lot more romantic than their real name. Power to them if it's working, then great. One interesting reason to have a pseudonym that caught my eye was that if you write a book that wasn't that well received, you can silently put it to rest while continuing and use either your real name or another pseudonym. No one will be any the wiser and your brand won't be hurt in the process. I do think though there's a downside to this and it could be twofold. One is that you can't ever emphasise your backlist because it's quite obviously under a different name and you'd be highlighting the very reason why you didn't want to be known by it anymore. The second thing is that you're sort of disrespecting your apprenticeship. As writers we all have to learn what works and what doesn't. For me, what worked 20 years ago doesn't really now. Society changes and attitudes change. Some of my older stories are not worth republishing now because readers wouldn't like how the heroine behaves. Pseudonyms are an interesting topic and the fors and againsts are many. If you'd like to continue this discussion, please do so on the podcast's Facebook group. The link is in the show notes. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Versatile Writer on the topic of pseudonyms.